Congratulations, you've made it to the honor roll. I'm Chris Dunn, and I'll be introducing you to the people who make Fayette County Public Schools excellent. Our district annually ranks among the best in both the state of Georgia and nation academically, and we want to shine the spotlight on everyone who helps our students thrive. Behind every successful school day is a team of people worthy of recognition, and they each have their own story to tell. Join us as we dive in and learn about their journeys, their inspirations, and their whys on the honor roll. Welcome to the honor roll. Please introduce yourself. Hi, my name is Shelly Kozlowski. Um, I am a science teacher at Whitewater High School in Fayetteville, Georgia. Um, I teach AP chemistry. I teach uh, gifted chemistry. I teach STEM chemistry. I teach scientific research, which is just the STEM students. Um, I've also taught a myriad of other science courses, but those are currently my, um, my current courses that I love to teach. Um, I also sponsor several clubs. Um, I do the Science National Honor Society. Um, I am the STEM program coordinator, which uh, also goes along with the STEAM bus project. Um, in addition, I am the science fair coordinator for the school. So you can just call me the science guru um, at this school. <laughs> gotcha. We'll definitely dive back into that wide array. Uh, but let's start talking about, uh, tell us about your early life, where you grew up, went to school, all that. Um, I am a Fayette County native. Um, I uh, moved here with my family from Hapeville, Georgia. Um, I moved to Fayetteville when I was five. So um, I started kindergarten at North Fayette Elementary. Um, that was back in the day when they had junior high. So I was at Fayette Junior High, then the Flat Rock Middle, because they changed the middle school. And I graduated from Sandy Creek High School in 1995. Okay. Gotcha. So... Um, What's special about kind of this area that kind of kept you here or brought you back after after school? Uh, well, I mean, my, my parents still live here. So um, we, me and my husband and my two, uh, my two boys, twins, um, we moved here um, in tw 2014. We lived in Decatur. I just wanted to be back with closer to family. Um, plus, this community means something to me. Um, it's, it feels like home. Uh, yeah without going into too much detail, it's home. Yeah. It was the same for me. I moved away, lived in a couple of different states, and then I mm -hmm. came back as well. I'm also a product of the school system. Yes. <laughs> so let's talk about, um, tell us about your career before teaching. Okay. Um, so I graduated with a Bachelor of Science in Biology from the University of Georgia, and I was ready to take on the science research world. Um, I took a job at Emory University. I was a research specialist, um, and our um, task was um, to research uh, drug uh, medications to uh, inhibit cocaine addiction. Okay. Um, so we had some animal studies. Yeah. Um, so I, my job was to... Um, to work with these animals and uh, come up with um, certain drug uh, treatments for mm -hmm. cocaine addiction. Gotcha. So, how did you find your way into that line of work initially? What, what kind of drew you to that? Um, well, having graduated from you know University of Georgia, I knew I wanted to stay local. I didn't mm -hmm. want to go anywhere far. And um, Emory is such a huge hub for mm -hmm. science research. Um, it just made the most sense to, um, to look at Emory. Plus, 
I was thinking about, um, you know, furthering my education, mm -hmm. um, possibly a master's or a PhD in some type of science, but I wanted to get my feet wet in the working world first. Yeah. Um, so Emory just seemed like the right place to go. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. And then, so when did you know that you wanted to get into a classroom setting? Um, so after about, I was working there and at Emory, um, for about six years. Um, and I just kind of reached this point where I felt unfulfilled. Mm -hmm. I felt like I was just going through motions. I did love the science. Science has always been, uh, an important part of my life, but I felt unfulfilled. I needed something that made me passionate about science again. Um, so that's when I started thinking about teaching. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So was, was it, when you were growing up, was it ever something you thought? No, never. It's just kind of, you kind of, no. almost kind of stumbled into it? Yes. And, okay. uh, it was really, it was really just, I was going to work every day and I was like, I, I need something that I feel motivated to go to. Um, and I didn't feel that. And so... Um, I had some friends that were teachers and they were telling me how it's, it is stressful, but, um, I should, I should think about it. And plus I had some really great teachers, especially at Sandy Creek. Um, just to drop some names, uh, Mary Scara, um, Mr. Geis, Donna Cates, some great science teachers that, you know, kind of fueled my passion for science. Yeah. So I was like, I want to be like Miss Scara. Yeah. So maybe I should try teaching. Gotcha. So that, that'll kind of go into the next question. So then let's talk a bit more about who inspired you. Well, what was it about the, you know, teachers or whoever that kind of helped light a fire? So, and it took me a while to realize this um, early on in my teaching career was they, they had a way of exciting their students about science. Yeah. But really it was, they were, they were building relationships. Yeah. They made me feel like I was special. And I mean, I'm sure I'm special, but like they really made me feel like this is a path I can take. And um, it just lighted, lighted everything in me about taking on science. They made me feel special. And so what was your first teaching job? My first teaching job was at Grayson High School in Gwinnett County, um, and that was way back in 2006. 2006 was my first teaching job. Um, it was a very difficult year. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm sure especially because it wasn't something you'd prepared for your whole life. So no. It's just, it's just a whole different world coming It was a classroom. very different world. In fact, my first year of teaching, um, I seriously questioned whether or not this was the right choice for me. Um, I questioned everything that I was doing. Um, and it took reflecting back after mm -hmm. my first year of teaching, reflecting back on what are, what are my goals? What, what am I doing that I could change mm -hmm. to make this better? Um, and I, and I kind of realized I was in it for the wrong reason. My reason was, I love science. Mm -hmm. I'm going to make these kids love science. But really, after reflecting on it, it wasn't about the kids. So I kind of took a step back and I said, I, I need to be in it for the kids. Mm -hmm. And I'll just use science as like the fuel. Yeah. 
that's my vessel instead of, you know, the kids are the vessel to, to love science. Yeah. Um, so it was just a, it was just like a little switch, yeah. but it changed everything. It changed everything about how I teach. Because it's all about the kids now. It's not, I mean, science is great. Yeah. It's always my second love, but my first love is building these relationships with kids. So what's it like when you see like a student kind of like light up, when you see like maybe like a particular lesson connect with them? It's everything. Oh my gosh. It just, it fills me up so much to see kids just like, I get this. I know how to do this. And, and I like this. Yeah. This might be something I want to do. Yeah. Like, that's everything. It makes me so excited to be able to teach that and then fill them up with the kind of love that I had to. And so what, what are some of your favorite activities or units to teach? Oh, my goodness. There's so many good ones. Um, so in, in chemistry, um, one of my favorite things to teach is um, electrons and their configurations, like... Um, uh, it's sort of like showing kids how, uh, to put an analogy to it, um, an atom, you know, has these protons, mm-hmm. and the protons are sort of like the identity of, of the atom, but the electrons are really the personality. Um, so showing kids how we can arrange these electrons into these little shells mm-hmm. and give them some organization, um, it's really cool to, to see how they learn this stuff and... Um, and model it in class. That's one of my favorite things to do um, because it takes a very difficult and complicated concept like quantum mechanics mm-hmm. <laughs> and then it just organizes it into these nice little models. Yeah. Um, I love teaching that. Um, and then of course uh, there's the stoichiometry which is um, some kids say that it's like the most difficult, but like after they learn it, they're like, this isn't so bad. <laughs> I've heard horror stories about stoichiometry. It's really yeah. not that bad. It's a lot more interesting than just memorizing the periodic table. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely more interesting than that. <laughs> and one thing it, it, from the time you were in school, when I was in school, it's, it seems so much more complex, so much more interesting, the kind of topics that you're able to cover. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, you told us all the different Science classes you teach, those weren't an option when you were in school. What's, what's that like, kind of being able to, like, branch out so much? This is kind of like a loaded question because, yes, there's so many science classes that you can teach. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, all, it, it also has this, like, negative end to it because um, one if, one if I'm teaching, like, all these different subjects, that's a lot of teacher prep. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had as many as four preps before. Um, it takes a long time, and it, it's a big time consumer. But then I find myself getting bored if I only have one prep. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, where's the happy medium? Yeah. I think um, where I am now, or I, ha- I have three, mainly three preps right now, um, and I'm happy with that because I'm comfortable with these with these topics. But like, um, really, any science class, I'm happy, um, you know, to teach. I've taught anatomy. I've taught forensics. Um, I've taught physical science. Like, I don't think there's any science class that I've been like, I don't, I don't like this. It's pretty good to be nice for you two, that variety that like, yeah, each, each class is, is a little bit different. So yeah. like, and it's I not just it's like great. we're doing the same experience, yes. experience four times in a day. Yes. And I think it's great that, um, you know, these high school students have exposure mm-hmm. to so many different options where, um, you know, like. 
when I was in high school, they, we had options, but not mm-hmm. not to this level. And it's great also that we can um, that we have the COI now, and yeah. they can they can take those classes um, and get college credit. Yeah, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I'd love to talk about is is the steam bus. Tell us about that project. Oh my God, this project I like to call this um, a labor of love. Uh, because it is a lot of work. It's like having um, sort of like a part-time job on the mm-hmm. side of teaching. Um, but this steam bus project, um, it was started back in, I think, 2017. Um, Mr. Jim Farmer, our um, finance director of the county, kind of came to us and he said, listen, I've got this idea. Um, if we gave y'all a bus, what would you do with it? And so that started the brainstorming process because, you know, there were ideas of, oh, let's um, let's turn it into like a, a STEM circus. Let's um, <laughs> let's have like a blood drive. Let's do this. Let's do that. Um, and what really stuck was, let's you know bring this bus to elementary schools. Mm-hmm. And let's promote STEM education and get kids excited about STEM and, um, you know, maybe open up some ideas about, I could do this. I could be, you know, a roller coaster engineer. I could be an aeronautical engineer. I like this. Um, so the STEM, bu- the STEAM bus project is just um, our high school kids, our STEM program, high school kids, um, sort of like uh, facilitating activities Mm -hmm. when we have events with elementary kids so that they can see what a green screen does, um, so that they can see what robots do. Mm -hmm. Um, We have have 11, 12 activities that we do when we roll out the steam bus, and it just keeps getting bigger and growing more, and um, I'm just proud to be a part of something that... um, I believe in and that's really cool for the community and so you with the steam bus kind of your students get to play the role of teachers right yes and so that's um so really kind of you it's kind of like a there's a lot of inspiration there and that maybe your students they want to become a teacher someday because they got to help help it grow for someone else and maybe those elementary school kids when they get to the high school like that was a lot of fun maybe i'm going to take some of these challenging science courses so what's it like to kind of help maybe foster such a giant spark um it what it's like is um it's uh for lack of a better word it's just it just makes me proud Mm -hmm. um because like i said before um it's a lot of work um but the work is so Mm -hmm. worthwhile when you have kids high school kids coming to you and saying I feel I feel empowered mm-hmm. um, and you have the little kids coming to you and saying that was fun I want to be part of this the stem program or um, I can't wait to go to high school so that I can learn more about this mm-hmm. that is so just like fulfilling um, like yeah. it, it goes beyond just like teaching in a classroom right. it makes me feel like I you know I make a difference mm-hmm. it makes me feel good yeah. And so what are some of the activities that kids can do on the steam bus? Okay, so like I mentioned before, um, there's a green screen. Mm-hmm. Um, so kids can um, choose, you know, what they want to do with that green screen. They could um, do a weather forecast. Um, they could pretend like they're on a rocket ship. 
Um, and then uh, we also have um, a robot group where they get to code robots. Um, we have a rocket group where they get to make a, ro make a rocket and then they launch it using mm -hmm. pressure, so they learn a little bit about that. We have a roller coaster group where they learn about, uh, you know, um, kinetic energies and potential energies. Um, goodness, uh, I'm putting on the spot here. <laughs> uh, I'm thinking we have a uh, we have a new group this year um, where we have uh, we call it the um, I, f I forget what it's called. It's called um, it's called like fun in STEM. I, I forget what the name of the group is, but. Um, they're basically just kind of building like um, spaghetti models out of like Play-Doh and um, spaghetti noodles to see who can make the tallest tower. <laughs> so it's like, you know, the engineering build yeah. type thing. Um, continuing on, we have a 3D print group this year, which is pretty okay. cool. Um, we haven't brought the 3D print machine to the events, but we do have a 3D pen. And then they learn a bit, little bit more about 3D printing. Um, we have an art group, which is really cool. We put the A in STEAM uh, <laughs> a few years ago. So we have an art group, and uh, that's really cool. Um, we have a renewable energy group. Um, we also have VR, which is really, really, really popular. Um, we currently have five VR headsets, uh -huh. and each headset has, like, a different reality that they go into. So there's like an ocean reality that they go into and they learn about, you know, reef and fish and all that stuff. There's a National Geographic one. There's a Space Explorer one. Like there's, there's so much. One thing that, I mean, obviously the kind of the bus is a good example of that, but like science is everywhere. Oh yeah. It can, for any student, like no matter what their interest is, there's probably a science angle to it. Mm -hmm. I mean, they could be wanting, you know, be fascinated in music and they become a recording engineer and yes. study the science of sound and all it's yes. just like whatever you love like there's this there's probably a science behind that mm -hmm. so it's got to be kind of cool to kind of like talk about like help find so a student find their spark where they could find like oh there's a career behind this yes too. like the the whole stem like there was no stem when i was right. in high school right. um so what I, what i really love about this and what i've embraced about it is like Science, technology, engineering, and math, this is really what gets our innovators. Like, it's what is propelling us into the future. Right. Um, and that is something, again, like, I feel so fortunate to be a part of, is, like, these kids are what's going to change our mm -hmm. world. And uh, that's really cool. Yeah, because I'll, I'll be reading about projects that elementary school science classes do. I'm like... Like, wow, that's that's over my head. Like, <laughs> yeah. we didn't do that in high school. I know, yeah. We got It's it's pretty exciting to kind of be in this era of STEAM um, importance and kind of see, man, we're starting young. And they such a bright future ahead of them if they latch on to it. Yes. And so what we'd like to close here, and and we've talked a bit about it, but uh, tell us, what what is your why? Oh, goodness. Um I I don't want to sound um, like a, you know, repeating record, um, but I feel like most teachers are going to have the same answer, But and I question if a teacher doesn't have this answer. Um, it's building those relationships. Um, and like I said before previously, my why used mm -hmm. to be I love science, mm -hmm. and I'm going to show these kids how amazing science is. Um, but then I shifted. Yeah. 
the why now is it's them. It's right. building those relationships, making them realize their potentials mm-hmm. um, through just m- my encouragement of them, my um, love of them. I, you know, I feel very attached to some of these mm-hmm. kids. And like, and it goes beyond the classroom. I'll show up to their games. Mm-hmm. I show up to dance competitions, yeah. um, going to the school play. Um, writing recommendation letters, Mm -hmm. the hours spent writing recommendation letters. Um, And hopefully they see that, like, I care. I truly do Mm -hmm. care. So my why is it's them. It's it's making them feel and making them know that they make a difference. Because I think really with a healthy classroom relationship, it can be more like a team. Yes. It's like you're helping guide them, but really you want them to discover. You want them to love it and open up that light bulb going off kind of that classic symbol yes absolutely well said well thank you so much for taking time to speak with us yes you're very welcome this has been an official podcast of Fayette County Public Schools for more stories from our district visit us online at fcboe.org where you can also find links to our social media channels. If you know someone you would like to see featured on a future episode, email us at dunn.chris at fcboe.org. And don't forget to like and subscribe. Thank you for joining us on the honor roll. Class dismissed.